0: Murder on the Music Scene has rebranded. We are now going by the name Mysterious-ish. Join us for Season 2 of Mysterious-ish, where we will be discussing conspiracy theories such as time travel and aliens. Season 2 premieres March 22nd with two new episodes. Murder on the Music Scene contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Murder on the Music Scene, the podcast where a music educator and a music enthusiast discuss the deaths of musicians and the mysteries surrounding them. I'm Caitlin. I'm Erica. And today we are going to be discussing the death of the one, the only, Biggie Smalls. Woo! Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So um, I didn't know who this guy was. Just kidding. <laughs>
1: I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. God, God damn. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, it was oh. a joke. It was a joke. Oh.
0: Okay. The look on Erica's face. <laughs> what? Uh, as we like, literally had discussed him last. I know. I was about episode. to say. So fucking like hurt. Just hurt. <sighs> Crossed over her face. Disappointment. There was a lot of disappointment. What?
1: <laughs> <in> <laughs> I was super proud of you though for talking a whole bunch of stuff. Like <laughs> just talking out my ass. I don't actually have
0: any idea what I'm talking about. I just have heard Tupac and Biggie in the same sentence, yeah, in the fine. same context a lot. And so I just knew. Yeah, I'll just go no. along with it. I know who Biggie is. Okay, I promise. Him and Tupac might be some of the only ones that I actually know without like looking them up. Ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin. Yeah, And Kurt Cobain. Yes. Okay, I'm going to shut up because there yeah. are actually a lot that I knew before. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right. So, anyway, let's get into this. So I just wanna uh, preface this biography by saying that, yes, I absolutely did get a lot of my information from Wikipedia and I will not apologize for it because oh, no, no. there are not a lot of great articles uh, out there that detail Biggie's life, like especially his early life. So I used Wikipedia. Okay, all right. All the teachers from school are screaming in the background. <laughs> you know what? They can eat it. <laughs> If the information's incorrect, it's not my fault. It's not my fault that nobody puts correct information out there. So here we go. Christopher George Latour Wallace was mm-hmm. born May 21st, 1972. Pretty sure he was a Taurus. Nope, that's a Gemini. Um, in Brooklyn, he was born in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and his parents were both Jamaican born. Um, his mother's name was Valetta Wallace, which is adorable. That's I love cute. that and she taught preschool oh she was a little preschool teacher and his uh dad's name was selwyn george Latour. so selwyn definitely is a name from game of thrones
1: maybe well he was born before game of thrones so game of thrones totally got that name from him how about that
0: it wouldn't surprise me if Selwyn was actually a character, like a like a not important character in Game of Thrones, but it sounds like it's from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay, there was like, like Tywin, mm. Selwyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Waluigi, calm down. Wait, that was Wario. Because Waluigi goes, wah! <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Mario Impressions Podcast. <laughs> I'm Caitlin. America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. Oh, we've lost all of our listeners. <laughs> They're like, we gotta fucking go. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so, Daddy Selwyn, he was a welder and a politician, but he dipped when Biggie was only two years old. And that forced Mama to work additional jobs in order to be able to, you know, raise her child whom he helped create and will not help raise. I'm done. So, Biggie was raised Catholic. Did you know
1: that? I actually didn't.
0: He attended the Roman Catholic Bishop Laughlin Memorial High School.
1: That was a mouthful, wasn't
0: it? Roman Catholic Bishop Laughlin Memorial High School.
1: All right. Seven
0: words. But, he eventually (laughs) transferred from Roman Catholic Bishop Laughlin Memorial High School to... George Westinghouse Career and Technical Education High School. (laughs) Good God! Why do these schools have so many words? You get like, like besides besides high school, you get two. You get two other words max. That's it. That's all you get. That's fine. You can get the point across there, or maybe like
1: a bunch of letters. We did it.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, anyways, boy was super good at words. Obviously, as we know him now. Spittin'. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the George Westinghouse School helped him, quote, Excel in English Studies, whatever the hell that's supposed to mean. Um, And apparently, DMX, Jay-Z, and Busta Rhymes also went to the George Westinghouse. (laughs) (laughs) Westinghouse. George Westinghouse High School. Um, So his mom said of him, quote, Christopher did very well in high school. It's just that he talked back a lot. He was a smart ass.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Same. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm not sorry. I was a good student though, for the most part. Except for that one time freshman year when I forged a letter to get out of, get out of finals. Oh. Uh, hello, you're ruining my anecdote. But the, that was the one time when I had a study hall towards the end of the day, freshman year. Uh-huh. And so I forged a note uh-huh. saying that I could leave school
1: uh-huh. during
0: that final period. Uh-huh. And then I, I went, went over to my boyfriend's. Oops. <laughs> I got
1: in big trouble.
0: <laughs> my dad was not happy with me. It's
1: fine. I'm sure he did much worse than you. Oh, he did. Do you know my father? He's an angel. Anyway, uh, this is terrible. Okay,
0: so prepare yourself. But um, kids fucking suck sometimes. They just suck. Erica just buckled her seatbelt.
1: Yeah, I Okay. Him.
0: So, um, Biggie got the nickname Big, apparently because he was overweight by the time he was 10. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's rude. Rude? How about we stop fat-shaming children and then wondering why they struggle with self-image later in life? Or at least he looked at them and was like, yeah.
1: Fuck you now. I am big.
0: Look at me getting all famous. Biggie smalls,
1: Brit.
0: No, you can't come (laughs) to my next concert. Brit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Biggie claims that he began selling drugs at 12 years old. um, A fact that his mother would later learn when he became an adult. So mama didn't know that he was out hustling. Ooh, mama. So I'm sure she was pretty pissed. I mean, I guess we all do that. Like we do stupid, sometimes illegal shit as a teenager. Tell our parents the funny stories and leave out the illegal shit. Of course, and then course. when we, you know, get old enough to not get in trouble for the potentially illegal shit, then we tell them the stories again. And we're like, hey, do you remember that time when fill in the blank? Yeah, we were totally drunk.
1: Yeah, just remember you have enough space to run in case we got one of those mamas that don't care and she'll, mm-hmm, she'll mm-hmm, still mm-hmm. take you out of the car. Yeah, world.
0: make sure that you're for sure telling them, like, when you're outside. Or call her to your car window, yeah. keep your car in drive, <laughs> and then fucking floor it right after you throw in the illegal shit. Anyways, so. I really hope that no children actually listen to this podcast because I don't want to be the ones telling them how to, like, get away with shit. Viewer's discretion advised. Eighteen yeah. hey, plus only. there is a disclaimer at the beginning. So, like, listener discretion is advised. Anyways, so Biggie saw drug dealing as a way to earn fast and easy money. So he dropped out of school at 17. Dude, you had, like, a year left. Like, a year. Why couldn't you just, like... Power through, stick it out, deal with it. It'll be over before you freaking know it. So uh, for all of our listeners who are still in school, hopefully none of you are in high school unless you are a former student of mine. Um, Just tough it out, you know, it'll be over before you know it, don't drop out. Especially not to do drugs or deal drugs. Stay in school, don't do drugs. Stay in drugs, don't do school. Just exactly, that, that last one. <laughs> <laughs> so Biggie also began rapping as a teenager. Um, he would perform on the streets and with local groups such as the Old Gold Brothers. Old Gold Brothers, say that 10 times fast. And the Techniques. His first stage name was MC Quest. MC Quest. But I could only find it spelled MC C West. So when I read it, I literally thought it was MC C West. And then my dumbass just didn't understand that it was supposed to be MC Quest.
1: How'd you find find out it was
0: because somewhere else I found it spelled Q-U-E-S-T. And I was yeah. like, oh. Um, so fast forward to 1989, our boy, Biggie, gets arrested for possession of weapons. Um, he receives Five years probation. (laughs) Um, He was still technically a minor, so that's probably why he didn't get any jail time. But five years of probation is a long-ass time. That's, like, a really long time to be on probation. Yeah. So, it's not. I mean, I guess it's not like it was house arrest. But, I mean, you still have a curfew. You still probably have to do drug tests. You still probably can't hang out with certain people. Like, I guess I don't remember all of the rules and regulations.
1: You're basically being babysat.
0: Yeah, constantly for yeah. five years straight. So um, in 1990, he was arrested for a probation violation, probably mm-hmm. failed a drug test. Gordon not surprise me. Or maybe he was out past curfew. Could have been. Or maybe he was caught with another weapon. I don't know. Arrested for a probation violation. In 1991, he was arrested again for dealing cocaine in North Carolina. Mm. This time, he was in jail for nine months before he posted bail. So he already got arrested. For for um, possession of weapons, he received probation. He got arrested in 1990. Okay, so 1989, he gets arrested for possession. 1990, he gets arrested for probation violation based on the other sentence um, punishment thing. And then in 1991, he gets arrested for dealing cocaine in North Carolina. He has been arrested three times in three years now,
1: once yeah, a year, why bud. Not?
0: Make it a tradition. (laughs) I'm sure the police would love that. (laughs) After he got out of jail, he changed his stage name to Biggie Smalls and made a demo tape in his basement. This demo tape was called Microphone Murderer.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, that's a very edgy name. It's a very 90s name, I feel like. So he took his childhood nickname and turned it around to make a profit for himself. But this stage name, Biggie Smalls, it was for sure alluding to his stature, which um, he was six foot three and over 300 pounds. He's a big dude. He was a big boy.
1: Big boy. I bet very comfy to hug, though.
0: Oh, yeah. I bet he was just a big old teddy bear. But, so this demo tape... Um, microphone murderer somehow made it into the hands of DJ Mr. C. Um, Mr. C gave the tape to someone at a hip-hop magazine called The Source, and they wrote a super positive review. They liked his demo tape. Um, This caught Sean Combs A.K.A. P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Puffy, Mm -hmm. or Diddy's attention.
1: Mm -hmm. Mr. Mm
0: -hmm. I Have Four stage names immediately signed Biggie with Uptown Records. Yes. So um, Biggie wasn't a part of Uptown Records for long because um, Mr. I Have Four names got fired in 1993. So he started, he being Puff Daddy, started his own... (laughs) I hate calling him like that. I'm going to call him P. Diddy. Yeah, please. Because Puff Daddy is weird. P. Diddy started his own record label which was called bad boy records and he took biggie with him so this is around the time when biggie changed his stage name to the notorious big due to legal issues surrounding the 1975 movie let's do it again apparently he literally just like took the name from the movie oh (laughs) so yeah i can imagine they were mad they were like meh, it's fine up until he like started actually producing music, and then they were like, "Hard, no, you can't have this." Right. So he changed it. I will still be calling him Biggie because Biggie is a lot easier to say than the notorious B I G. Okay, so Biggie. This is when Biggie got his first brush with fame as P Diddy put him on a remix of Mary J Blige's song "Real Love" in 1992, followed by another Mary J Blige remix. What's the four one one? I love Mary J. Blige. She's a queen. So on August 8th, 1993, Biggie's longtime girlfriend, Jan Jackson. Not Janet Jackson. Jan Jackson. So
1: what you're telling me is it was Janet Jackson uh-huh. in disguise, but she went by Jan. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, they look nothing alike. <laughs> but she, Jan, gave birth to Biggie's first daughter, Tiana. Ooh. Um, but the couple had already broken up by the time she was born. Um, uh, why are you making that face? There's a daughter? Yeah, he has a daughter and a son. Hold on, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So yeah, Lil Tiana. Okay. She cute. Okay. She cute. So also in 1993, it was a big year for him, Biggie released his first solo single called Party and Bullshit, mm-hmm. which was uh, to be on the soundtrack for the movie Who's the Man? Um, his first full-length album was released in 1994, and it was titled Ready to Die, very ironically, uh huh. Your face is correct. So this platinum album detailed his life story, as he evolved from a drug dealer to a rapper. So this is the album that features Juicy and Big Papa, which is potentially his best-known song. Exactly, Ready to Die, which Biggie dedicated to his baby girl Tiana, earned him the rap t- or earned him the title. Rap Artist of the Year by Billboard Music Awards. This is the album that sparked Biggie's skyrocket to fame. A month before the release of this album, Biggie married R&B singer Faith Evans. I just need you to take a guess at how long they knew each other. What,
1: like
0: a day? Eight days, eight. They knew each other for a week and a day. And they got married. And then they got married. Not judging, but a little judging. So he told Vibe Magazine, quote, I married her after knowing her eight days and I was happy. That was my baby. But he did agree that their relationship didn't have a solid foundation. He also said, quote, We should have gotten to know each other and then got married. The couple soon divorced <laughs> after she found out he was having an affair with oh. none other than Lil' Kim. Ooh. Lil' Kim Ooh. and Biggie Smalls got another thing going. However... Faith and Biggie did reconcile long enough for her to give birth to his son, who they named Christopher Jr., and they called him C.J. That's cute. I just freaking love that, C.J. That is very cute. So, in November of 1994, Tupac was shot in a New York recording studio, the one that he survived, and the one that Tupac accused Biggie of orchestrating. Mm. Remember that? hmm Previously, Biggie, previously... On Game of Thrones. Wow, that was really good. Previously, on Grey's Anatomy. What else? What else you got?
1: Breaking Bad.
0: Previously, on Breaking Bad. Bro!
1: (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) Well, shit, quit this and go to that. You're gonna make so much money. what the
0: fuck am I doing?
1: Why am I podcasting? I could be voice acting.
0: (gasps) Caitlin, what if we did recaps and that's how you did it? Oh my god! (laughs) Previously, on Murder on the Music Scene. Caitlin and Erica. Fucked up their words. A lot. And also, they talked about Tupac. And he died. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you yes! <Erica> is dying.
0: <laughs> so, previously, Biggie and Tupac had been friends. But the accusation that Biggie orchestrated this shooting against Tupac is what sparked the East Coast versus West Coast rivalry. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes sense? I mean, I would be pretty mad if, if you were accusing me of shooting you, but also on the other side, I would be mad if you shot me. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, cool. So, during this Bad Boy Records versus Death Row Records war, Biggie formed the group Junior Mafia, which was made up of some of his childhood rap partners. Uh, He also worked with other musicians, such as the one and only Michael Jackson and um, R. Kelly. Boo.
1: Fuck that bitch. Yeah, fuck that bitch.
0: Anyways, so because of the fame of his album Ready to Die, Biggie ended 1995 as a top-selling rap artist and the biggest solo male act on the pop and R&B charts. Except my my notes say and biggest solo. I spelled male M A M L E. I missed the A, so good on me. So our man is famous now, um, big time famous, mm-hmm. and he's living for it, freaking loves it. Just kidding, he has anxiety about it. Nine times out of 10, when our artists finally receive fame, they hate it. So just assume that like nobody wants to be famous, okay? All right, so he has anxiety about it and he's like constantly watching his back and lashing out on people. Even like just random people on the streets, he's lashing out. So in May of 1995, Biggie supposedly beat up a man after they got into a dispute over a canceled performance. That's all I could find about this incident, and it did not appear in any of the articles that I read, so take it with a grain of salt. However, I did see pretty much everywhere that on March 23rd, 1996, Biggie chased two fans down, And threatened to kill them. Some reports say that he chased them down while carrying a baseball bat. So um, he smashed the windows of their taxi and punched one of them. (laughs) Because what else do you do to fans? Definitely, if we ever have fans, then I'm going to, for sure, chase you down with a baseball bat. Break your taxi. And punch you in the face. Sounds like a whole ass mosh pit to welcome them (laughs) into. Yes. So uh, he was arrested, obviously and he pleaded guilty no. to second degree harassment. Yeah. Um, he was sentenced to, I just need you to guess what, what was his sentence for second degree harassment? A hundred hours community service. Uh huh. So in mid 1996, he was arrested again at his home in New Jersey because the police found, and this is quite the list, so buckle up, hold on to your butts. Here we go. hmm hmm mm-hmm. 50 grams of weed, Four automatic weapons with laser sights, enlarged bullet clips and filed off serial numbers. That's not Japan. That doesn't make any sense. Enlarged bullet clips with filed off serial numbers, I'm assuming is what I meant to write, but I suck. So um yeah. He's getting into some trouble. Oh, a so bit. this whole time that he's going through all of these legal issues, he's also working on his second album. Um, not only the legal issues, but also a freaking car accident that immobilized him for a while. He, So Biggie and his friend, Lil Cease, whom I have never heard of, sorry, um, they were arrested for smoking weed in public. Their car got repossessed, and Biggie picked a rental car, a Chevy Lumina, and the car had brake problems, so they ran into a rail. This accident, Yes. Uh-huh, very good on them. Uh-huh. So this accident shattered Biggie's left leg and broke Lil Cease's jaw. ceases Lil ceases Lil ceases Ooh, That's cool. a little ceases Little ceases. Exactly. So Biggie's got a shattered left leg. Lil C's jaw's broken. Um busy busy. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Biggie was in the busy hospital. Smalls. Busy smalls. God <laughs> damn it. Biggie was in the hospital for months and had to use a wheelchair and then a cane and then he had to go to physical therapy. Yeah, he got his second album got set back a lot. You know, getting arrested, getting a shattered leg, going to physical therapy, having kids, shit happens. So, fast forward a little bit to February of 1997. Biggie went to California to promote his upcoming album release. He was also recording a music video for the lead single, Hypnotize. Ooh. Here we go. I, I uh, told Erica about my funny story. Told her that I had one, but I don't think I told her what it was, and I don't think she's ever heard the story. So, funny story about the song, Hypnotize. When I was little, I used to think that the song said, Piggy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know why the lady in the song was talking about a pig. Could not figure it out. I was probably 12 years old when I realized that she was saying Biggie, Biggie, Biggie because that's who sang the song. I was completely shook when I found out the real lyrics.
1: Completely shook. My whole life,
0: you know, was Say, a lie. Piggy, Piggy, picky. Uh-huh.
1: Biggie, Biggie, Biggie.
0: Hey, you know what? To the ears of like a yeah, four-year-old. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like piggy. Also, at when you're four, you're, like, obsessed with animals anyways. Yeah. I mean, I'm still obsessed with animals, but at least I can hear better. (laughs) At least I can can hear better. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) anyways. So, our boy's in Cali on Tupac's turf. Um, He gave an interview with The Doghouse on SYLD Radio in San Francisco. And in this interview, he said that he had hired bodyguards because he was scared for his life. That poor dude. Can you imagine just having... Okay, I can imagine having anxiety. But can you imagine having such bad anxiety surrounding your literal career? Like, the way that you live and make a living and support yourself and your children? That's terrible. On March 7th, he presented an award to Tony Braxton at the Soul Train Music Awards. And he was booed by some of the audience. (sighs) Poor Biggie. I mean, he was on Tupac's turf. He's from the East Coast, and he was on the West Coast. It was Tupac's turf. So I guess I understand. But also, shut up. Respect him. God. All right, here we go. Dark shit Mm -hmm. coming your way. So, on March 9th, 1997, the very day that our loving Erica entered this world, 24-year-old Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. Biggie Smalls, a.k.a. the Notorious B.I.G., was shot in the backseat of an SUV while stopped at a stoplight in L.A. I'm
1: 24. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, protect Erica. (laughs) Protect
0: Erica with your life. (laughs) I gotta go. Basically, what this means is that Erica is Biggie's reincarnate. So boy got shot while stopped at a stoplight in LA. Okay. He was rushed to Cedars, Cedars Sinai Medical Center. A medical center. Mm Mm-hmm. Cedars Sinai Medical Center for treatment. Um, But he was unfortunately pronounced dead at 1.15 a.m. This murder remains unsolved, much like that of Tupac Shakur, who had died almost six months before to the day. So Tupac died, I think on the 13th, yes. Tupac died September 13th, 1996, and Biggie died March 9th, 1997. So like literally almost six months to the day. So now there are a ton of conflicting reports as to what Biggie's activities consisted of the day before his death. Many of my articles said that he was leaving the Soul Train Soul Train Music Awards when this happened, and others say that he was leaving a party to promote Hypnotize. However, I googled it, and the Soul Train Music Awards where Biggie presented the um, award to Tony Braxton were in fact held on March seventh, nineteen ninety-seven. So, unless like the party lasted more than a day, I really highly doubt that he was leaving the party or even the awards. Um, I really don't know what he was doing. Part of me Mm. sort of believes the hypnotized Mm. party, you know, maybe there was an after party that lasted like a really, really, really long time. I mean, I don't know. Shit can get wild on the East, West coast. Mm -hmm. Oops. So (laughs) 16 days after Biggie's death, uh, his double disc second album, ironically titled life after death was released. Uh, It hit number one on the Billboard 200 chart, and later that year, Puff Daddy released his album, No Way Out. I'm pretty sure he was going by Puff Daddy at this point, and that's why I wrote that. So this No Way Out featured the very well-known I'll Be Missing You, which was dedicated to Biggie. And now I have a lump in my throat and feel like I'm gonna cry. I'm fine. So I'm gonna close with this quote about the Notorious B.I.G., quote, Today, Biggie is still one of the music industry's most admired hip-hop artists. Several musicians have paid tribute to Biggie by mentioning him in their songs, and his musical style has been emulated by countless up-and-coming artists. Undoubtedly, Biggie's talent as a writer and rapper will continue to be acknowledged for decades to come. Rest in peace, Biggie
1: Smalls. R.I.P. What if I die on his birthday?
0: Stop!
1: day is it again? November something?
0: May 21st. Oh, it's already passed. Okay. Whew. We good. (laughs) Remember, he's a Gemini or a Taurus.
1: I don't know when the breaking point is. I think he's a Gemini. I don't know. Anyway, so you ready for some conspiracies? Hit me with them. Alright, so we remember uh, Shig Knight. There's a theory that Uh, He was actually behind both of the deaths of Tupac and Biggie. Ooh! They say that Knight shot Tupac from the driver's seat because he didn't want Tupac to switch record labels. (gasps) Yeah. So, bonus to, you know, the Tupac episode. But to the conspiracy that Biggie shot Tupac, they say Knight shot Biggie out of revenge for Tupac. So, like... So, they're contradicting each other. So, say, like, if, like, Knight didn't, Kill Tupac, but Biggie killed Tupac, right? Mm-hmm. Knight figured that out and was like, "Well, nah, I'm gonna get you, sucker." And then it was also uh, brought up that he also killed Biggie to distract investigators away from him, like him, him killing Tupac. So say he killed Tupac, but he was like, "You know, what, let me just go ahead and shoot Biggie now, so these investigators won't think that it was me. Don't know how. I feel like he was always linked, but." you know Uh uh-huh yeah okay so either
0: yeah or all the above either suge knight killed tupac yeah and then tried to distract investigators by killing biggie yes or biggie killed tupac and suge knight killed biggie as revenge yes but how are both cases still unsolved yes because suge knight killed both of them
1: yes yes Cool, good talk. Next? <laughs> Next, uh, the LAPD. Ella? Ella. Ella. <laughs> Lapped. Lapped, if you will. <laughs> Lapped. The LAPD. So some believe that Knight had ties with him. <laughs> and it. Zolp it.
0: I can't.
1: Maybe Soog,
0: Soog had, Soog <laughs> Soog had <laughs> connections with the LAPD.
1: <laughs> <I>
0: can't. <laughs> I'm going to need to
1: go to bed. Oh, God. Okay, I'm so sorry. Maybe so, should sure right. had right. have sure connections did. with the LAPD? But sure did. And <sighs> surely. Oh. LAPD officer Russell Pohl was the lead investigator on the murder of Biggie. He actually pointed fingers at his officers for having the connections with Knight, and he believed that Knight planned Biggie's murder. Oh! So this... So he had the cops in on it. Yes, like it's a of course conspiracy. But even the the main the investigator even accused that. the cops yeah. of being in, involved. Yes. Ooh, of knowing more than they they let on. Mm-mm-mm. He also believed that Knight had Biggie killed in Revenge for Tupac's death, and he was ordered to stop his investigation on the case and retired in 1999. The investigator? Yep. Wait, say that again. So he believed that... He believed that Knight Knight had Biggie killed in Revenge for Tupac's death.
0: Okay, so then he was forced to retire.
1: Because
0: the rest of the LAPD was in on it and they didn't and, want him closing in on Mr.
1: Shug Knight. And hear me out, just listen. And oddly enough, uh, this this investigator, Poole, died of heart attack in August 2015 while he was talking about the case with LA County Sheriff Homicide Detectives. And at that time, he was working on a book about the murders.
0: No! No! Ah! Oh, this, I... And he, what? Yes. It's just like, it's just like the, the freaking Elton guy that was supposedly hired to kill Kurt Cobain. <gasps> the, and he got, you know, God, yeah. he got, he got dead. He got dead, dead. By the train. Yeah. It's the coincidences. Listen, sometimes coincidences aren't coincidences. And now the word coincidences has no meaning because I've said it too many times.
1: It's fine. Listen, 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 listen. This okay, one. Listen. this one blew my mind. All right, I'm ready. Something she just... just she just buckled her seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something P Diddy was behind Biggie's death.
0: No, but but Mister, I have four names. Is like was like in the I'll be missing you. I'll be missing you. <laughs> you know he misses him and
1: shit. Well, listen, it's a cover up. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Uh, So the theory goes that after seeing how well Tupac's posthumous album did for Death Row Records, P. Diddy wanted sales to skyrocket for Biggie's new upcoming album, Life After Death. So he initially hired gang members to shoot Biggie. And apparently, Diddy's former bodyguard also believes this theory. So basically, he killed Biggie to make this album skyrocket. Okay,
0: But what does Biggie's album, doing very well, what does that do for P. Diddy? Is it because he signed to P. Diddy's record label? Yes. So if his album does well, the record label does well, and then P. Diddy gets all the money. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. I cannot. My brain is not, like, fathoming.
1: (sighs) Okay. And so... According to a retired LAPD officer, completely different one. Okay. Uh, they said that Biggie's mother also believes that P. Diddy and Knight killed her son, like together. And she even what? told Daily Mail, "I have a very good idea who killed him."
0: Okay, but okay, so mm-hmm. Mr. Knight, Mr. Knight, boy, owned Death Row Records, yes, which Tupac was signed to, mm. and P. Diddy owned a whole other record label. Mm. So, why did they... What what was Knight's motivation? You know what I mean? Like, why would... Because he believed that Biggie killed Tupac? Mm-hmm. So, so... Wow. So, P. Diddy. Yes. Boy wanted to kill Biggie to make the money from his posthumous album. Allegedly. What? So, P. Diddy wanted to kill Biggie so that he could earn all the money on the, the posthumous album that Biggie would later release. Whereas Knight wanted to kill Biggie because Biggie, quote, killed Tupac. And so they teamed up and took him out.
1: Caitlin, I'm going to tell you right now, I feel like I'm going to have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to make this. I'm trying to figure it out in my brain. Okay, continue. I'll shut up. I'm trying really hard to figure it out in my brain. <laughs> All of them are listening right now and they're like, we got to fucking get her boys. Round her up. They're going to get you, Caitlin. They can't like, find me.
0: My name is too common now. My last name, they're never gonna find me.
1: Yeah, but you, you know how your many Caitlin. everywhere.
0: Do you know how many Caitlin Andersons there are in the world? Yeah, but if
1: you go on our Instagram page, there's your picture. So now
0: they got a photo of you. So. I can dye my hair and cover my tattoos or something. I'll figure it
1: out. Well, you're already covering your tattoos so they can't see your tattoos. Because you don't even have that. You're right, you're right. Okay, okay, okay. Biggie. Yes. And then this is a small conspiracy, but. Small Oh, small, like S-M-O-L, small.
0: That needs to be a meme. A small conspiracy.
1: Small. Okay, continue. Small conspiracy. A small, once again, that's S-M-O-L, small conspiracy, but some say it was the FBI saying they had Tupac and Biggie killed in an attempt to end violet rap culture in the heat of the West Coast and East Coast hip-hop battle. So basically, they just fucking did it to do it, because...
0: But if they wanted to end the, quote, violent rap, then they would literally have to kill... Listen. Stop.
1: (laughs) Stop. They would have to kill everyone. No, they were the two... They They're like, you know, kings. And then the other ones were, like... Well, yeah, but they would also have to kill Ice Cube. Because he was part of it. As she's wearing an Ice Cube shirt. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: For For one one thing. thing... You don't know what the fuck I motherfucking be knowing.
1: Exactly. Boys in the hood. Did I say that wrong?
0: Yeah. You don't know what the fuck I be motherfucking knowing. Oh, there I think go. I said I motherfucking
1: be knowing. Yeah, you, went, you mean he? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Okay. Wow. And then, of course, the last conspiracy. Some believe he's still alive. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did really find... Anything on it, just uh, some people claim that they've seen him in 2016, Mm -hmm. and like he just dipped.
0: But it could also be CJ, because if, I think I have pictures of them. Oh yeah, because
1: he got a son, and probably a lot of people did not know that, like me. Mm. Oh no, there's no way CJ could
0: be mistaken for Biggie. Why is he, why, because he's not big? (laughs) Hmm? Because he's not, I mean, he's not nearly as big as Biggie.
1: That's Biggie. Oh, he cute. He is cute.
0: Look at her. She pretty too. Alright, so Biggie's still alive. I don't believe that. I don't believe it either.
1: I think I think he's really gone.
0: I could see Tupac being alive. Oh, for sure he's alive. I will. I think.
1: I always believe that.
0: I really think he like up and went to the Bahamas and he's just chilling. I thought it was Cuba. Cuba. It was Cuba. Cuba. With his aunt. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant. He's in Cuba. And he's making music as machiavelli that's what's oh, yeah. happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or he's living vicariously through someone yes. else that's what we decided so what which one do you believe which conspiracy do you think it is
1: i don't know that dude's pretty shady cuz jug yeah cuz i'm not going to lie it's not the last that we're going to hear about him what spoiler <laughs> That's our theme song. That's our new theme song. Wait. I can't say no more, but it's not the end.
0: (sighs) Okay. Well, now I'm ready to record the next episode. Let's do it. (laughs) I don't have any research done, but let's do it. So Mr. Shug Knight's not going away and he's a little, he's a little sus. He's,
1: he's a whole lot of
0: sus. Whole lot of sus. All right. So what you think, what, which, which one do you think? I think he killed them both. You think he killed Tupac and Biggie?
1: Yeah. That little shady shit. I feel like he did it (laughs) on (laughs) purpose. That little (laughs) shitty shit. Shady shit. Oh, shady shit. I thought you said shitty shit. I was like, um. (laughs) That little shady shit. Totally killed both of them just to get more money. Yeah. I don't really. Because he's. Listen. All I'm going to say is. I thought Last night. And I was thinking about this talking to Luke. And I was like. Listen. (laughs) Wow. It's like, listen, he's just bringing people in to be on his record label, and then he just fucking offs them. Yeah, but and Biggie wasn't get... on his. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know. This was just my brain last night. Okay, okay, okay. Let's hear it. Spew it at me. I just think that he's been killing a lot of a lot of people. Okay. And... Do you
0: think he's the one doing the killing, or is yeah. he like hiring people to do his dirty? work? Listen.
1: Is he Courtney loving it? Listen, I'm just going to tell you right now. I got to, I can't tell you no more because it's food saved for next episode. But all I'm saying is Mr. Knight's in prison right now. Okay. For doing some shits. Okay. We will find out. Okay. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm ruining the next episode for everyone. Okay.
0: So you think, do you think P. Diddy had anything to do with it though? No. Nah. No, I really don't think so either. I really think him and Biggie were buds. Uh-huh. Like, I think they were bros and they
1: weren't. I don't think P. Diddy had anything to do with it. I think Conspiracy was actually P. Diddy. P. p- diddy. P. Diddy. P- diddy. <laughs> p. diddy this whole time.
0: The lapped and the P. Diddy. <laughs> p- diddy.
1: That could be That's a bread. So. <laughs> we're going to make a bread and we're going to call it P. Diddy. Can we put P. Diddy's face on it? Yeah. Let's get this break. Wait, wait. <laughs> why don't we have, why don't we have a, like a, like a, like a podcast? <laughs> We're doing one right now, <laughs> Well, I was going to say, why don't we have a comedy TV show?
0: But this is basically what this is. Minus the TV part. Yeah. So P Diddy did not, P Diddy. P Diddy. Didn't do it. No. But. But. Suge Knight did it. Sure did. Killed Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. Are we gonna get dead for saying this? Props. cool. Anyways, all right. So this has been murder on the music scene. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts?
1: Nah. Just it was probably Carol Baskin that actually did it.
0: <laughs> Carol Baskin has killed everyone. We really need to start video recording episodes because I would
1: love that. There
0: are things like like facial expressions and like that that don't get put into this, and it's freaking gold. Maybe them. that could be bonus content. There we go. Videos with the audio. And also uncut episodes.
1: Like unedited. Uh, okay. Anything else? No. All right. Goodbye forever. Wait. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's all we have for you. So we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Goodbye forever. Thank you for listening to Murder on the Music Scene. Our cover art and our music and editing is done by Caitlin Anderson. Check out our website at murderonthemusicscene.com and don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Murder on the Music Scene. If you have suggestions or comments, email us at scene at gmail.com. All of our episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you would like to support us, you can become a patron on Patreon. Just search Murder on the Music Scene or use the link on our website. Make sure to join us next time for another conspiracy-filled episode of Murder on the Music Scene.